Uh, this guy's called the Standing Sharks. Check. 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 Hey, Ray Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret. You're watching. Put you over. Uh, you're watching. Gary Delavante. <laughs> oh, look at that. You did have the, the twatter machine up. Hello, everybody. Welcome to putting you over. I am the standing streamer and hopefully everything is working <laughs> because so tonight, uh, there's a lot of I'm times. putting you over. We have independent wrestler and I know I'm going to screw this up. Davian, uh, Davian, but I'll tell you what, we're going to learn. We'll find out tonight how to say it and we'll find also find out why. She is not, not America's sweetheart. Um, also tonight should be interesting because I think, and I, and I spent all day doing this, I think I have found a way for quote-unquote call-ins. So what I'm saying is, if we have people listening on Twitch, and they're like, oh man, I want to ask a question. Well, uh, you can join the Discord. You know, uh, we have a command for it somewhere, but when we're on the actual show, when I have the interview segment up, uh, there'll be a, a link up there. You can click it. You can join. Uh, and then you go in there, you go in the voice chat that says on the line. So I know there's someone in there with a question. I'll see them right here and I'll pull them in. Now I believe I've everything set up. So when I pull that person in, not only can I hear them in their question, but the guests can hear them in their question and they can interact. And then when the guest answers the question, the person wants to make a comment. We want to keep them around for conversation for a bit or whatever the case may be. It should work. It should work. That's the key. Uh, it should work. So uh, we'll find that out. We'll find that out. We're going to give her a call here about nine, a little after nine. Um, just get some things out Thursday this Thursday we have man scout Jake man, man scout Jake Manning man I wanted to say man scout gaming but it's man scout Jake Man Manning comedian turned wrestler turned comedian turned wrestler I believe he's having a rough week um if you follow him on Twitter at man scout Manning uh you can follow along and I I mean maybe he wants that out there maybe he doesn't but he is having a rough week and, uh, but I, I think he'll still be here on the show and, uh, maybe he'll delve into that. Maybe he won't, maybe he won't want to talk about it at all. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. You can also find us on, uh, wrestlingnewsworld.com. What's up, D-Rod? How's it going? What's going on? Welcome to the show. We're going to call, uh, Davian. I think that's how you say it next. Um, I'm sorry. I'm really bad at Skype. Can you hear me? I, I can hear you. Okay. Fine. Okay, we're good. <laughs> okay. The other question is, did you want to do video tonight or no? Um, up to you. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, let's, let's do it. Cause I just walked over there and it said video was disabled because 
You won't be able to see my camera because I'm using it for Twitch. But okay. if you click yours, I believe we can see it. And then I have a whole little neat overlay. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Excellent. Phenomenal. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Can you you hear me fine? Am I loud enough? Yeah, you're perfect. Good, good. Because sometimes I, I raise my voice a bit because um, I get excited over <laughs> pretty much anything. Um, and then if anyone is in the chat here on Twitch, hopefully they can give me an audio check. I didn't have time to check every single level. Uh, I have three daughters. I'm here homeschooling them. And basically they tore me apart today and I'm beat oh. and I didn't get any time <laughs> to do anything. Oh, man, you got your hands full. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, and they love wrestling. And they, you know, whenever I, I'll tell them, I'll be like, I'll go, girls, daddy has another interview tonight. And they're like, oh, awesome. And they'll say who it is. And as soon as they find out that it's a, a woman wrestler, they go nuts. They want to be down here. <laughs> I have you tonight. I had um, another independent wrestler named Paisley uh, last last week or a week ago. And um, we've had Izzy on here. We've had Thunder Rosa. And they just, they want to be down here all the time <laughs> but um they were nuts today so i sent them to bed <laughs> well i sent them i told my wife to take them to bed so, <laughs> there you go hopefully done with it. <laughs> yeah yeah my hands are yeah wipe my hands clean well she has to work tomorrow yep. so i'll get the brunt of whatever doesn't happen up there um but right. in, anyways thank you for coming on the show you probably didn't know me from a hole in the wall when i contacted you <laughs> but um you know i'm i'm trying to do this this wrestling style variety show slash podcast slash interview, whatever you want to call it thing. And I've just been reaching out to, to everyone, anyone I can think of. And if I come across someone and I came across your name, um, I can't remember what I was searching. I write for wrestling and mm-hmm. we were going to do a spotlight on up and coming independent wrestlers that, are not signed yet and you know to a major label and um i was just scrolling through things and i saw your name come up and the first thing that caught my eye was well i don't know how to pronounce that and that's <laughs> that's exactly why i contacted you so how do you actually say it it's davian davian yeah davian so so that's how i found you and um <laughs> like i was and i'll probably screw it up so i apologize like I was oh, telling people before um, I called you, one of the cool things, and I don't always do this. I like to try to prepare as much as possible. But one of the cool things is um, I didn't, I don't really know much about you, so I think I'm going to really learn a lot. So I think if I'm learning a lot, whoever watches this is going to learn a lot. So I, I, um, that's one of my favorite things, at least – in the past couple of interviews because uh, I slacked off and I didn't really prepare as well <laughs> as I, as I normally do. But um, where does your wrestling, a uh, love of wrestling come from? Um, I just started watching it when I was little. Uh, me and my brother were really big fans. Uh, so that's kind of where it started from. Um, and it just continued ever since I was like 11. Older brother, younger brother, younger, younger brother. Did you guys wrestle in the house? So we uh, we were actually really spoiled, um, <laughs> and my parents bought us a wrestling ring. Oh my um, goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah. I've always so, wanted a wrestling ring. Yeah, we um, we beat each other up a lot for sure. And my little neighbor next door, um, we like lived in the woods, so it was really just the three of us. Um, and we had a barn, and uh, there was a lot of, like, ladder matches and stuff. It's like, a, um, it's like the Hardy compound. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, they were breaking light tubes before I even knew what that meant. Oh, um, my goodness. on accident, like, <laughs> they were, like, in the ceiling. Um, so my mother was like, enough of that. Um, Got it out. Yeah, yeah. Whenever we wanted to do, like, crazy, like, hardcore stuff, um, we had like these life-size stuffed animals that we would like put through a table or hit with a chair or something. We weren't allowed to do that to each other. You had a wrestling ring. That's amazing. I would have yeah, loved to have a wrestling crazy. ring as a kid. <laughs> um, so so your your 
love of wrestling stems. It was just, it must have been in your household. Your brothers watched it. You're doing, now you have a wrestling ring. So you're, in, this is in, you're into it. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty immersed in it. We were honestly like really, really obsessed. Um, my brother kind of quit watching when uh, Trish Stratus retired. <laughs> um, which I mean, like, who can blame him, right? right. Yeah. Um, but I, I obviously kept watching uh, still to this day. Who who is your favorite wrestler growing up? Uh Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Still going today too. Did you uh I haven't caught his promo from last night on Raw because I actually watched it this morning because I'm working from home. Yeah. Um so Hulu does like the day after yep. streaming. Yep. Um so I did. I watched it this morning. Um and I was I've been I've always loved what he does, but the new uh, Randy and Edge storyline I've been like really invested in yeah it, it hits home it is a throwback you know to um, you know when they were together and fighting in the past but uh, I didn't catch that promo yet by Orton and I heard it was really good it was very very good I was very impressed especially where people like don't think he's the best at promos um I was really impressed. But he's got his own he's got his own uh style and cadence that He does. He does. If you didn't know him and you were just flipping through the channels and caught an Orton promo, you might be like it might be something you don't expect when you think of a wrestler promo, but man, he slices right through you. Yes. Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> That's what I love about him. <laughs> so you got a wrestling ring. You're you're breaking light tubes over your head. You're getting busted open. <laughs> um, when? Because I I have this question. My kids love wrestling, and my middle child always asks when she can start. Like she'll say, "Daddy, is there do do we have wrestling practice?" And <laughs> I look at her because she doesn't play. My older daughter plays more sports, and she middle one doesn't so she she looked at me and she goes is there like wrestling practice daddy and i go well kind of but i don't think you're asking about this wrestling i think you're asking about the wrestling daddy watches and she goes yeah I go, well i don't know so what i want to ask you is when you have like when you have it in your mind that you want this is something you want to do a professional wrestling well actually before we get to that one when did you decide you wanted to pursue professional wrestling? Um, when I was 12. When you were 12. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Perfect. And what what was the trigger? I mean, you, you definitely had a love for it. You definitely, everybody was behind you. I mean, you had a friggin' ring in your compound. <laughs> so that was pretty much the trigger, right? Like, yeah. this, is, this is it. Like, yeah. I, I love this. Um, I, I just loved it so much. Um, and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and w- I'm very, very stubborn. So when I set my mind to something, like, that's what I'm going to do. Right. Um, I hated school. I was really good at it. I was, I used to be smart. I'm not smart anymore. Um, I just, like, I honestly, I just, like, skated by. I did what I had to do to, like, get good grades. But I didn't try at all. Were you bored? I didn't want to go to college. I was just like, no, I'm just going to be a wrestler. Yeah, like my kids, um, I think my kids are bored in school. I was so bored and I hated it. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Um, and where I went to high school, it was very, very like, everybody has to go to college and everybody has to follow the same format for your life. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, so we, like in my junior year or whatever, we had to like do like week meetings and stuff with the guidance counselor. And I was like, I would just sit there for like half an hour and just be like, look, this is a waste of both of our time. <laughs> and they'd be like, my teachers would be like, will you please try an honors class? And I'd be like, no. Like the way that classes were like broken down, there was like the lower level for like what we would call like the stupid people. And then there was like the average classes and there was like honors classes and like AP classes. And I would just stay in the normal. I was like, I'm not going to try harder. Like I get A's in normal. Why am I going to try harder and do more work? Um, they would, like, beg me to, like, take an honors class or an AP class. And I was like, no, here's the thing. I, like, I don't want to do homework. Um, I'm just really not interested. And, like, I I want to be a pro wrestler. 
So no. What did your um, guidance counselor say to that when you tell them you want to be a pro pro wrestler? They had no words. <laughs> they were like, we don't know what to do with that. And I was like, don't worry, I got it all figured out. <laughs> um, and I did because my sister went to the same high school as Endone. So when he was signed with the Spirit Squad and then he became Kenny Dykstra, my town did an article in the newspaper on mm-hmm. him of like where he trained and he trained at the Killer Kowalski school. So I was like 15 and I was like, well, this is where I'm going to train. And then I just followed the school um, from, it went from the Killer Kowalski school. And then after he passed, it became the chaotic training center. And then it became the new England pro wrestling Academy. And so by the time um, I had graduated high school, I turned 18. I was like, all right, this is where I'm going to go. And three days after I turned 18, like, bought a car with cash and then I just I went and I signed up and that was it (laughs) and that's where you train now the New England Pro Wrestling Academy yeah yep nice because that my question for you was going to be like at what age did you really physically start training because I've had this question with other wrestling fans and my wife like when should I have my kids start to do that like my oldest is only 10 right now Mm -hmm. but they definitely want to do it. They already do it to themselves in my living room. But, like, development-wise, when would be the right age? And I was just curious as to when right. you um, jumped into that game. Yeah, so I was, I was literally three days after I turned 18. Right. Um, legally, you can start training at 15. 15. Um, I still, I still, it's just a little bit young. Um, not only physically on a person, but wrestling and wrestling on the independent level um it's very you have to be very emotionally mature to be able to handle um um just like the the rules of the business i guess Mm -hmm. um the dedication the i mean there are days i don't get home until six o'clock in the morning and i have left at 6 a.m the day before um it's very very hard and grueling mentally and physically um the internet is a very mean place uh so i don't think anybody younger than like 18 or maybe even like 2021 should be seriously involved in the wrestling business it's just it's it's an adult thing right Um, yes it is the whole content in general yeah yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot (laughs) Yeah, I was just curious. I I mean, I keep them active, and they do gymnastics like crazy. But, um, so you're 18, you got a car, you went in, you start training, you're all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone that you would have to like that helped you get your foot in the door? Maybe in that first training door, or someone you would owe to where you are now. Uh, Brian Fury, definitely. Uh, he is my trainer. Um, I would be nowhere without Brian. Um, he shaped me into the, the wrestler I am today. Um, he's trained a lot of really successful people, and it just goes to show, like, how good of a trainer he is. Um, also, uh, Mr. Belmont and Alicia Edwards are probably like my the two girls that I wrestled the most in the beginning of my career who really helped me like feel more comfortable in the ring and, and like ho- helped get me a lot of bookings and stuff. Um, and Anthony Green, um, I trained a lot with him. Is that Retro um, AG? Retro AG. Oh, he doesn't like me. Really? Yeah, because I reached I just like I reached out to you, I DM'd you and and basically the exact same format that I contacted you to get on the show. I did the same thing to him a while ago and he, he responded and I think he was about it. I, I could check the DM, but I don't want to right now. And so <laughs> I like, if I don't hear back and maybe this is a fault of my own, but whatever, if I don't hear back in a while, I always go back and touch base. I'm like, cause I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't try to get, Somebody like him too, like like you know, he's good, right? I should get him on. Right. 
I wouldn't be doing my due diligence. So I think it might have been the same day I contacted you. It's very ironic that you said that. Um, so I, I go back to touch base with them and I find out I'm blocked. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not having him on the show. Oh boy. <laughs> but but anyways, uh seems like a great guy. I just I guess I stuck my foot in my mouth too many times. Retro, damn, savage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So- that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I love Anthony. He's probably one of my best friends. He is. So. He's he seems um, great. He's great in the ring, and his character's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He's so creative. Um, I actually just wrestled like a twenty-five minute match with him on Saturday. So very excited for that to get to IWTV and YouTube for people to see. Excellent. I think I actually tagged IWTV in one of these going live tweets because why not, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Um, before I, because I, I do, I want to talk to you about intergender wrestling. I want to get your uh, take on that. But I want to go back to your first match. Your first match. What did that feel like? Honestly, my first match was wild. <laughs> um, my very first match um, was almost seven years ago. Um, it was for Ring of Honor. It was, I want to say, either April 2nd or April 3rd in the Manhattan Center in New York City um, for one of their TV tapings. Um, It was the same night of the Hall of Fame ceremony, and I wrestled mischief. Um, I lost in, like, 30 seconds, Um, but it was crazy. It was, like, the most wild experience ever, like, so overwhelming. (laughs) Is that when WrestleMania was in New York? Yes, it was. So we're coming up on the anniversary of your first match. Yes. Yes. Um, I yeah, was, so every yeah. WrestleMania season is like the anniversary of my first match. So last year, when it was in New York, I was in Times Square, you know, and it's exactly like six years later of like my first match. It was like really crazy. And I got to be like participating in Mania Week instead of just having my first match. So it was it was really cool. That's insane. How would you describe... Uh, your wrestling style? Um, I would say it's like very aggressive, um, power, uh, base, um, not very like high fly <laughs> um, more just like a, like strong, vicious. That's how I described it. Vicious. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty vicious. <laughs> pretty vicious. Cause when I was, uh, I was attempting to watch as many matches as I could, uh, while homeschooling, and man, there was just some vicious strikes that I was seeing. And then oh. uh, the other thing was, I was looking for a picture or some pictures to create some images, you know, for promotion and whatnot. And I saw the picture of you busted open yeah. over your eye. What match was that from? Because I was trying to find it. Um, it is on YouTube. It's versus Hudson Envy from Battle Club Pro. Okay. Um, yeah, it happens at three minutes and 16 seconds. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I say I'm fond of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, (laughs) so yeah, it was, uh, that one was really, that was really fun. No, 15 stitches later, two black eyes. Like it was wild. Yeah. It looked, I mean, Color makes any match more fun. Adrenaline. I mean. It, oh, my I, God. I thought my eyeball was on the floor. <laughs> it was terrifying. Like, all of a sudden, like, a chair, a banquet hall chair was being thrown at my face, and I had no idea what was happening. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Better get out of my the way. It's gone. Oh. Um, and I remember we had 15 minutes. For the match and I was like there's no way I'm gonna last 15 more minutes or like 10 more minutes I was like absolutely not and I was just like looking at my arms and they were just covered in blood and I was like I don't know I don't know if I have an eye so I like grabbed the girl and I was like we gotta go home right. and so we roll in the ring I try to just pin her and she kicks me, and she's like, no, do the go-home spot. We had to do this, like, whole intricate, like, comeback, go-home right. spot. 
one, two, three. I just like ran up into the locker room. Just like there, like I went back to the venue after I went to the hospital to get my stuff. And there was just a trail of my blood just everywhere. I was like, oh wow, this poor, like it was like a theater. It was like a beautiful venue. And just like a trail of my blood all over the place. I was like, oh, please, somebody clean this. Or like something, a crime happens here. I'm going to be number one suspect. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was, that's, a great, that's a great story right there. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. As far as we, we touched on your wrestling style, and, and you described it uh, very savage, very vicious. Like um, your character, you're, you're, you're not America's sweetheart, correct? Correct. You are not. How come? No. Um, so I actually stole that name from a song. Um, it's by L. King. It's called America's Sweetheart. Um, and in the song, if you listen to it, it's like something very nice. Um, <laughs> it's more just kind of like being rebellious. Um, like, I don't fit the mold of like a typical female wrestler. Um, so... I'm I'm not I'm not America's sweetheart, but you know people like me sometimes. People dislike me sometimes. I'm just very authentically myself. Um, I mean, I'm kind of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know if they're swearing loud on here, but I'm kind of a bitch. No, um, you can swear. I have a very like bitchy face. Um, so that's just me. I can't be anything but me. I can't like try to fake something. I'm not. <laughs> and I, I think, like, go ahead. You're gonna say something. Yeah, I mean, just like what you see, get. What so, you see is what you get. Yeah. I think some of the best characters, um, in wrestling today, are, um, are who who they are. I mean, some of your best characters are that person. Stone Cold was that person. Um, you know, Mick Foley was pretty much that person. And you don't want to try to fake it. You want to, you want to uh, maybe embellish a little bit, um, right? But take it to the extreme. But for the most part, the underlying person—that's who you are. That's your character. Um, not America's sweetheart. It's great. <clears throat> um, where was I gonna go? Gosh, I'm still, I'm, <laughs> I'm still replaying that match in my head of the banquet chair. I just when you said the word banquet chair. All I could think about was a wooden chair at like an oh, no. Elks Lodge that um, <laughs> just drilled you in the head. But it wasn't like it was a metal chair, like a metal foot. Like it wasn't a folding chair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got like, you. Yeah. Like if you, I mean, I want to like zoom in on my face. It's kind of like gross. But there's a, there's a, the foot, there's a, a C in my face face permanently <laughs> from the foot of the chair oh um yeah yeah <laughs> um you've done a lot of intergender matches right yeah. yes you have uh oh that's what i was gonna say you said not america's sweetheart um how you don't fit the mold of a woman wrestler and i i get where you're going with that but do you do you feel that mold is is breaking like a little bit. I still think it's like a lot of the appeal of a female wrestler is still a lot of like look oriented instead mm-hmm. of skill oriented. Um, maybe not to fans only, but like definitely behind the scenes, like it is very important to be good looking. Like that's just kind of like how it goes in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, but. I'm like I've never tried to like advertise myself that I'm like pretty. I'm just like yeah, I just I just can fight people. Like that's all that's all I got. Um, <laughs> and so like actually when I got this like nasty scar on my face, it was like I feel like it adds to who I am. I shouldn't try to hide it and cover it up with makeup or whatever. Um, because it's like. Yeah, I got a chair thrown at my head, and I had 15 stitches in my skull, and I still won the match. So, like, this that's just who I am. There you that's go. F- fuck you. So, you got busted um, open three minutes and 16 seconds in. <laughs> yeah. I hope 
that the mold continues to break um, and girls can just be like athletes and not only seen as like pretty things in tiny outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like for somebody like myself, looking different does make you a little bit more unique, um, which is helpful and detrimental at the same time. It's the same thing with, like, being, like, really pretty. It can be de- helpful and detrimental at the same time. Um, so I guess no matter what, like, your qualities can be your best and worst quality. Double-edged um, sword, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so that's what I, I thought about also when you were bringing up that question. But So intergender wrestling, so it's a, at least it's a it's kind of a newer topic, a newer mm-hmm. trend, I guess. Um, but then as I start having some of these independent wrestlers on, I find out that maybe it's not as new of a trend as I, I thought. Maybe Maybe there's been more intergender matches that I just don't know about. And, and you've been in many of them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I want to say I had my first intergender match in like 2014 or something like that. Um, but it was still, it was, like, a very, like, this guy was dressed, like, as, like, flamboyant, and he was pretending to be a woman's champion, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, how it is now. Um, I think, like, beyond wrestling kind of changed, like, how intergender wrestling is viewed. Um, it definitely made things incredibly popular. Um, it made things more mainstream, I would say. Um, and right now, um, I, I just became, well, like one half of the first intergender tag team champions of chaotic wrestling. It's my home promotion, um, with JT Dunn. And it's probably one of the most fun things in my career right now. Um, working with him and tagging with him. Um, I... I know a lot of people like hate intergender wrestling for myself. I would love for it to be the thing that I do. I like um, it. I, I, I like it a lot. I feel like working with men is a fun challenge. Um, I was like tagging with JT. He's an incredible wrestler and he challenges me to be better. Um, every single time we work together, um, wrestling Anthony Green this past weekend, um, he challenged me to be better. Um, so that's, I just, and when I started training, I was only wrestling guys. I was the only girl at my school for almost five years. So I think when you work with men, you can fight like a man, and that's why, like, like women's wrestling now they're not fighting like women they're fighting like yeah fighting like men like it it's it doesn't seem so ultra like fake and weak like it kind of used to be um and i i feel like it's very important for train with men or to wrestle men uh just like not like Wrestling women is very different, um, and I think girls' training should definitely work with girls because it's vastly different from wrestling a guy. Um, that was going to be my next. Na- like, Go ahead. It helps, helps me like be better in the ring. That was going to be my next question. What is is it is it harder to wrestle men than women? No, I don't think so. Um, I feel like the storytelling aspect of wrestling with a man is kind of like already like there for you. Right. Like it's like you can have like this equal like hard hitting match or like there's just like there's a lot of fun stories that can just be just be there just because like the visual is a man versus a woman. Um, it's kind of it's almost like when you see, like, a drastic size difference in a match. Like, you know that story is already there when you see, like, somebody who's, like, tiny. It's like David versus Goliath. Yep, David you know, versus Goliath. automatically there. Um, and 
but I just, it, like, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of weird to describe. The, the, tra- like, the training's the same, though, right? Whether you train against tra- a woman or a man. The is the same. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I think, like, it also just kind of depends on, like, personality of the two people in the ring. Um, you know, egos, um, the, the athletic ability, um, I mean, usually too, like time for your match. Like if you, you know, give two women five minutes, but then like you get an intergender match with 12, that's, you know, seven more minutes of time where you can tell a really cool story and do some really cool stuff. So, um, it all just like, there's so many factors that can change people's opinions on everything. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, you're doing a phenomenal job with the intergender wrestling. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, so you're, you're a tag team champion right now. Yes. Right now. Do you have the belt with you? I do. I find it. Oh, I have to keep all titles in a in a bag so I don't forget them. <laughs> I would totally leave a title home. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it multiple times. It's embarrassing. Oh shit! All right. Here we go. There it is. There it is. One half. One half. Now we're going to get JT on here and he can show us the other half. Does he have the other half or does he make you carry them both? Oh. <laughs> he has his half. That little beast. Uh, he keeps his half. Uh, <laughs> the little diva. Um, so so what's uh, what does your current schedule look like wrestling-wise? Like you probably wake up and, and train – How's it? How's that go? What's a day in the life look like? Oh, a day in the life of me is horrible. Um, <laughs> I, um, I wake up. I usually wake up around six. Um, if I'm not being lazy, I do cardio in the morning. I'll like go for a run outside my house. Um, and then I head to my real job uh, from nine to five. I am a medical malpractice paralegal. Wow. Um, and then I leave at five. I go to the gym with uh, one half team Sea Stars, Ashley Box. Um, nice. Work out until about eight. Um, I get home around eight thirty. Um, clean my house, do my dishes, throw my dinner in the oven, um, and then I try to go to bed. <laughs> try a reasonable to... hour. Now. Um, um, yeah. how has the recent life right now with the whole coronavirus, how has that put a damper on your, uh, it, I mean, has it canceled bookings on you? Oh, all of them. All of them, right? Yep. Um, I think right now I don't have a show until April 19th. Um, it's not that's, that's actually not bad. Going to get canceled. Yeah, it probably is. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, this weekend, um, I was supposed to be flying to Chicago for my Shimmer return. Oh. Um, that was canceled. Um, this Friday was supposed to be Chaotic Wrestling's Cold Fury, which is, like, our biggest show of the year. That has now been postponed until May 1st. Um, yeah. It literally, like... I was looking at March and April and was, like, really overwhelmed with how much I had on my plate. Um, I also just bought a house, so I had, like, a lot of home improvement stuff to do. Yep. As soon like, as you I buy just... a house, you gotta, everything is broken. Trust oh, me. Oh, yeah. I want to redo everything. Now I'm sitting here in quarantine. I literally just bought doorknobs because I'm like, I don't like my doorknobs. So you start look, like, start looking around the house. You're gonna like, oh, those light switches gotta go. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Like, I I hate the color of my light switches. They're almond color. I want them white. So now I've already 
called my uncle who's an electrician to change my light switches. This is how crazy I'm being. Um, I want new windows. I want new radiators. Like, I can't be in this house anymore because HGTV has gotten out of control. Like, it's ridiculous. The amount of Amazon packages that come here every day is out of this world. Um, Home Depot is, like, my favorite place to be. Uh, But, I mean, like, now I have all this time to get all this stuff done, which is great. Um, but I'm also like, oh man, with all this money that I've lost, <laughs> I can't, I'm yeah. not, uh, I'm not making any money to pay for all of my spending right now. So is, are you still able to go to your nine to five job? Um, I get to work remotely. I mean, this really is a lot of personal information um, I'm asking. Sorry. What? I said, this is a lot of personal information I'm oh, asking. Yeah, no worries. Open book. Um, yeah, I, I get to work remotely. Oh, that's good. Um, which has proven to be very difficult because I don't like to focus on work. So um, I was actually just finishing up reading some medical records right before you called. That took me my entire day because I took a break to go grocery shopping Took a break to do laundry. Yeah, there's a lot of breaks. All of us, all of a sudden, you you you're ready to do laundry, ready to take a break. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, oh, I read one page. Oh. Now time to do laundry. Reward myself. Not going. Well. It's not going well, but you know, I'm getting it done. It's all getting done. Not within. It will all. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, it'll it'll all get done. Um. What's all right? Here we go. Now I'm finally gonna say your name. Let's see if I get it right. What's uh, Dave Vien? Yep. What's Dave Vien's five year plan? Oh man! As a wrestler, um, as a wrestler, as a wrestler, um, I always told myself I would try like really, really hard until I'm thirty. So in five years, I will be thirty. Um, and I really, really hope that like 2020. What's left of it <laughs> will be um, a strong year for me on the independence. Um, I would ideally like to make my living off of wrestling. It doesn't necessarily have to be WWE, um, but just a salary from somewhere right. so I can make a living off of wrestling. Um, and then ultimately, I, I just want to make a living off of it um, and hopefully like sock away enough money where I can live comfortably um, after I'm done wrestling. Not sure when that will be. Um, it will kind of just depend on how my body holds up, I guess, and where life takes me. I try not to plan too, too much, because I've found that if I try and do that, um, the universe has a way of right. being like, no. Fuck you, um, hit me with a banquet chair. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I'm just really hoping that uh, it continue kind of this upward trend I've been on uh, and just hoping people enjoy watching me wrestle as much as I enjoy doing it. And and uh, and I do, and hopefully I can turn some people on, at least, maybe that I've never <laughs> Thank seen you. Thank you, I appreciate it. Now, did you, um, the NWA, they have a whole a whole show, a whole segment called uh, Circle Squared, where independent wrestlers send in their stuff and maybe they'll, you know, they'll they'll send in their stuff, they'll look at it, and, uh, you know, they'll have quote-unquote tryouts to to get an NWA contract. Did you hear about that at all? No. And that's annoying because Ashley Box is one of my best friends. That's what I thought. As soon as you mentioned that, I was like, well, I got to ask her about Circle Squared because yeah. um, they got they have a whole thing. And I think you're, not only your character would fit well with the NWA, but your style. When we're done with, with tonight's show, I'll, uh, I'll DM you the information. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know if they're still taken. I don't, I don't know anything from anything. But I do know that they have a show and they're looking at independent wrestlers. 
and I'll send you that information. Awesome. Thank you. Because I don't know anything from anything either. Yeah. Um, well, one day at a time. If I'm not tagged in it, I don't see it. I'm awful at social media. I really, really need to get better. For the past four years, I've been saying I would get better, but I never do. All right. Step um, one, take that underscore away from Davian. What? Take the underscore off your social media. See how Why? it's D-A-V-I-E-N-N-E underscore? Yeah. Oh, let's take it off. It's harder to type. Oh, see, I thought it would be boring if it's just DBN. Oh, and I think somebody it took DBN underscore. Um, so it's actually DBN underscore underscore. Hmm. And then I was like, oh, I'll just make the handle not American part, <laughs> but then I feel like. No, that would have been good. If somebody's searching for DBN, then they're not going to find it. Um, because I don't, I wouldn't know. Because I'm not good at social media, so. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get better. There's not a right I'm, or wrong. I'm gonna try. You'll try. Um, do you keep up keep up to date with uh, today's promotions? I mean, we, yes. we talked about we talked about WWE. We talked about Orton earlier. Um, keep up to date with them. I I do. I watch um I watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT for what I what I can um. I, you know, I love watching um, Beyond Wrestling, even though uh, they're not doing Uncharted Territory right now, but hopefully season three is still on track to start again. Um, like, I watch what I can on IWTV. Um, and then, like, obviously all the places I work for, I try to keep up with. Right. Um, <laughs> and then, like... Um, like AEW, I catch every once in a while. What's um, like dark? It's on YouTube. So I can just watch that. Um, but I'm I'm only a Hulu streamer, um, and I won't pay to watch Hulu live. Uh, I don't either. So <laughs> I don't get to watch like actual AEW Dynamite. Um, but I do. I try to follow it as possible. I'm not paying for Hulu. You've been stuck inside watching a bunch of TV too. Yeah. What yeah. you been watching lately? Um, I watched Don't Fuck with Cats. Oh, I heard night. that's good. Uh, yeah, it's very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched Love Is Blind. Um, what else did I watch? Um, I wa- been watching a lot of Property Brothers. Uh, this is why my house is being completely remodeled. Um. I've been watching a lot of movies, too, which I don't really do, but, like, classics, like, classic rom-coms, like, uh, He's Just Not That Into You. Uh-huh. I watched A Cinderella Story with Hilary Duff yesterday. You <laughs> like, know, I've been watching, if I can stay up at night, like, me and me and my wife will watch, we've been watching uh, Dave on Hulu, because it's new. And that's oh, fun okay. with Lil Dicky. But during the day when I'm homeschooling, uh, if there's any break downtime uh, from schoolwork, I can. I've only been watching High School Musical one, two, three, all of them for like a week straight. Oh, that's amazing. No, it's not. It's so bad. I was actually gonna put on Frozen two tonight because I've never seen. Oh, it. it's good. So. It's great. I wish yeah, I could I get them back. Maybe I should watch Frozen. Um, <laughs> But, like, I share my Netflix account with one of my friends, um, and we only have one screen. So she's been watching Parks and Rec literally all day, and I've been trying to watch The Circle while she's, like, on a break. But she hasn't taken a break from Parks and Rec. So that's uh, that's where I've been at today. So I actually I caught up on all, like, my superhero shows in the CW. There you go. Um, that's, that's another thing I really like, superhero uh, stuff. So, yeah, that's basically what I did today. Um, yeah. Sounds phenomenal. And you're in the Massachusetts area, right? I am. Yes. You you a Sox fan by any chance? I am. There you go. There you I go. Am. Big Sox fan? Yes. Um, I don't watch as much anymore. Well, I don't think we're going to watch any this year. Like, no, I don't watch. I, honestly, I don't watch any sports. Uh, because I, I just don't have the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have the time to follow like baseball. It's on so late. Oh, oh, gosh, it's... like ninety-seven years old. Honestly, like I <sighs> go to bed by like ten. 
We got a busy uh, day. Well, like, I'm like, I'm so burnt out. I can't stay up and watch a baseball game. But, like, on, like, a summer night, I love to go to Fenway um, and, and catch a game, even though I have no idea who the players are anymore. Um, like, 04 Red Sox. There you like, go. That's my team. That is my team. Um, but, yeah. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really only a Red Sox fan. Like, I like the Patriots just because, like, I'm from here. Right. Um, and, like, other New England teams, Boston teams. But I, I've never – I don't think I've ever watched a basketball game. I've never watched hockey. Um, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl this <laughs> year. Like, uh, I'm a horrible sports fan. But you're a Sox fan, and that's all that matters. But I am a Sox fan. Yeah, and the 04 team is good. And my oldest daughter's middle name is Fenway. So that's how big of a fan I oh, am. Oh, no way. That's yeah. so cute. So I, love that. I was just curious when I found out you're in from Massachusetts. All right. So um, I have a, a, one more question of my notes that I wrote. And then, then we're going to attempt something pretty uh, unique that I've never done on my show is I think I found a way for uh, um, someone listening to the show that wants to ask you a question to, to come in. You'll be able to hear them hopefully and respond <laughs> to them. Hopefully. Um, so, if it works, it's going to be friggin' phenomenal. Cool. And if it doesn't work, well, then fuck it. I'll just go back to the drawing board. But my, my question <laughs> before we go to uh, the caller on the line, uh, my question is, it's a two-part question. Okay. And it's a, it's a, I want you to pick a dream match, okay? And I want mm-hmm. you to pick one wrestler from the past, and I want you to pick one wrestler from, the, from now. Okay. Um, so wrestler from the past would be Trish Stratus. Mm. Um, wrestler now, Charlotte Flair. That would be a good contrast of styles. Yes. Because I don't think Flair has fought someone that vicious, as I would say. (laughs) I don't think she's taken, I, I don't, I really don't think she's taken on somebody that vicious yet. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so Trish Stratus, that'll make your brother happy. Yes. And Trish, is all, Trish is my favorite girl. Um, I always loved her. And uh, my, my, like my brother was obsessed with her, too. So. so there you go. All right. Now is the time, Davian. All right. Now we're fingers go- crossed. We're going <laughs> to cross these fingers. We're going to go to um, D-Rod out in... Alabama. Let me pull him in and let's see if this works. Uh, all right, he's gonna have to unmute his mic. Oh, he did. D Rod, can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, look at that. All right, D Rod. Can you hear him too? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. All right. Go, go ahead, D Rod. You have a question. Actually, two questions. Oh boy. Sure. If that's all right. Go ahead. Um. First question. Your favorite wrestling move to hit on other wrestlers, whether it be male or female, your favorite wrestling move? My favorite wrestling move would be my finisher, the Davy End Your Life, which <laughs> is like a sliding drop kick into the turnbuckle. Oh. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> second, uh, second question. Let's use our imagination here, and let's say the AEW calls you or let's say also at the same time WWE calls you and offers you a contract, which one would you take? Um, that's a very good question. Um, I've actually thought about this a lot. Um, I, I, WWE has always been my dream, but if I didn't have to move to Florida, um, I feel like that would be very ideal. Uh, and, and you know, like sell my house. Um, so I think, depending on money, longevity, um, I might, I would might go with AEW right now. Um, just based on um, probably like their schedule. Um, so being able to do independent dates and um, not having to move to Florida. Thank you for thank you for taking my questions. Excellent. Well, thank you for asking. Thank you, D Rod. Thank you, Kato, for having me on. No problem. Wow, it worked. 
I'm amazed. It I'm worked. Very happy, I am very amazed too because I'm not paying money for a program like Zoom to to figure that out. I knew if I just thought about it for a second, I could figure out how to do it, and it worked. <laughs> so uh, awesome! That worked. I'm very excited. I'm glad that was some. Cool. Those were some good questions. Yeah, I'm glad there was somebody there to answer or ask a question. <laughs> I know. Me too. I spent all day working on those settings. I'm glad. God damn it. Um, anyways, uh, one of the things I, I always tell, and I don't even know if I told you this off the bat, but one of the things I always like to do is, um, I don't, I don't ever keep a guest over an hour ever. That's a long time for any of us to, to <laughs> dedicate. We we're coming up on an hour. Um, we're gelling well, but I, I like to stick to that mantra. <clears throat> And, uh, excuse me. And, um, so I don't, I don't keep anybody over an hour, but what, what I do do is, um, the last segment of the show, uh, is you have the floor. It's your time to shine. You can put yourself over. You can let us know, uh, where to find you, uh, where anything you want really. Um, and then, and then that's it. And then we're good to go. And, uh, I thank you and all that. So the mic's yours. Awesome. Um, I think in like three minutes, um, WSU's 13-year anniversary show is going to be streaming on IWTV. Um, I wrestle, I did the Davy Open Challenge. I wrestled for Basic Becca. Um, I wish I had dates for you guys to, uh, to announce, to promote anything. Um, but all of them got canceled. So, um, Tentatively, we're looking at April 19th, the Zero One USA New England uh, Toy Town Mania of being my next wrestling appearance. If not, it'll be May 1st, um, Chaotic Wrestling's Cold Fury in Lowell. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, JVN. Uh, on Facebook, I believe the handle is not America's Sweetheart. It's a like page. Um, and then on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Davian underscore underscore. Um, I have merchandise for sale uh, available through PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. Uh, just send me a DM. I have really, really limited sizes in my Not America Sweetheart t-shirt. Um, I also have Top Dogs t-shirts if you're familiar with me and Skylar as a tag team. Uh, pins and 8x10s. So any support helps. Um, Definitely in this uh, weird time we have going on here, this coronavirus. Um, but want to give me a like, a follow. Uh, I appreciate any support. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you for coming on. And uh, have yourself a wonderful night. Thank you. You too. Peace. Bye. Bye. Excellent. I loved it. She was great. Very personable. Uh, I, we, we were gelling well. I hope people enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to D-Rod for, for having a question tonight. So that worked out. That was phenomenal. I'm very excited about that. And, uh, yeah, man, I tell you, if if you haven't seen Davian, go look her up. Uh, she's vicious. She's, she's tough. She's strong. She hits hard. And, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was great. I had a lot of fun and, uh, so much love to her. Thank you for coming. Guys, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the road. We're gonna be out of here Thursday night. We have um, Jake Manning, Man Scout Jake Manning, on the show, and uh, so that'll be good. I'm gonna get those uh, promotional tweets out and whatnot, and uh, the questions will be in. We'll be able to get the questions in, so it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you very much. Remember, I'm the standing one. This is putting you over. You can find me at the standing one twitter.com at the standing one. I'm putting you over. Uh, Twitter is twitter.com slash putting the letter U over blah, blah, blah. Twitch.tv, the standing streamer. There is all of my gimmicks. And I will see you guys on the flip side. Oh, yeah. Check out D-Rod's stream uh, this Friday. He does a little podcast. Uh, sorry, D-Rod. I don't know who you have on. But this Friday, he's going to have a podcast on twitch.tv slash D-Rod2222. And he'll also have a live Twitch stream as well. Thank you very much, everybody. I will see you guys all. Stay safe. Stay sane.
Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. Wrestling with Regret, and you're watching Putting You Over.